Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm Rudy Maxa, your genial host, travel journalist. Coming up this hour, five airports you might not mind spending your vacation in. And a close-up look at the amazing airports in the United Arab Emirates. We take a look at the elusive dream, a high-speed train linking D.C., New York, and Boston. When we talk to the head of a company that really believes, he really believes, we can someday have magnetically levitating high-speed trains running that route. When pigs fly, I say. Inside a new guide that takes you way, way inside Walt Disney World. And the Wall Street Journal's travel editor offers great advice on how several generations can travel happily together even if somebody in that party snores too loudly or another one can't look up from his smartphone. First, a quick look at this week's news and travel. Well, apparently Delta feels discount carrier Spirit breathing down its neck. Delta has brought back its bare-bones economy fare. Now, this is an E-class ticket that won't allow you to get seat upgrades or make same-day flight changes. Passengers holding an E-class ticket will be the last to board. Good luck finding overhead bin space in that case. One airline consultant says Delta sees 55 aircraft Spirit growing to a 100-airplane airline in the next three or four years. And Delta really doesn't want Spirit to become the next new Southwest, dominating the country with inexpensive seats. Delta's cheap seats will become available February 1st and will be offered, as they used to be once upon a time, on flights out of its hubs, Minneapolis-St. Paul, Atlanta, Detroit, and Salt Lake City. Visitors to New York City have flocked to the Tavern on the Green in the edge of Central Park for decades. I used to be one of those guys. But lately it's had a sort of difficult time of it. Now comes a celebrity chef who hopes to turn it around. One of the godfathers of California cuisine, Jeremiah Tower, who was doing farm-to-table cooking before anybody knew what that phrase meant. He's the new chef there at the Tavern on the Park, and the San Francisco legend has high hopes. I remember, gosh, I was a newlywed dining at Stars. That was his restaurant in San Francisco. It was a whole radical new concept. Um, fresh stuff from local ingredients in the area. It's probably the most celebrated restaurant I'd ever dined into up to that point. I do recall, I recall guests were handed a glass of champagne upon entering the restaurant, which I think is a gesture that all fine dining restaurants ought to emulate. And when I open one, I certainly will. Anyway, if you have happy memories of dining at Stars in San Francisco or at Chez Panisse, where, uh, uh, where uh, Jeremiah Tower cooked with Alice Waters, or at the Tavern on the Green in New York City, give Tower a try next time you're in New York. Let me know what you think. Tower may be 71, but he's anxious to bring back the glory days of the, that iconic place, the Tavern on the Green. And if he doesn't succeed, he told the New York Times, I'll probably have an open ticket to Shanghai. Well, Scott McCartney, we're not going to ask you to come back so often. I mean, my God, you're, we're going to start paying you soon. Scott McCartney is a columnist uh, on Thursdays for the Middle Seat column. Um, he uh, writes about airlines for the Wall Street Journal, and he's a frequent guest on the show. And, and he recently returned from uh, the United Arab Emirates, checking out some airports over there. Uh, Scott, checks in the mail for your frequent appearances here the last couple months. Thank you. Always fun to be with you, Rudy. Well, it's nice of you to take time out of your weekend so regularly because you always do such interesting columns. It's nice to have you here. So we are, you know, even though um, I think U.S. airports are increasingly getting better, but more sophisticated eateries, fresh fruit, uh, more entertainment options, uh, sure. we're, like, we're like decades behind the, the United Arab Emirates, aren't we? Yeah, it's, it's, 
it's quite amazing. Uh, both both the UAE, uh, Dubai, um, and also in the, in the UAE, Abu Dhabi is building a huge airport. Um, but nearby in Qatar, uh, they just in April opened a, a, a beautiful new airport that uh, in today's dollars costs twice as much as the Denver airport. Um, it, uh, it, it's just magnificent. And, and if you want to go swimming, there's a, a, a large swimming pool <laughs> suspended over a concourse. <laughs> if you want a massage or, or you know, whatever you want, uh, just about – um, they have, and, and it's, uh, it, it's all decked out in travertine and uh, marble and onyx and, and just gorgeous. Uh, for, for economy class travelers, there are IMAX uh, plentifully available, sleeping rooms, TV rooms, uh, children's play areas, um, just some uh, really great uh, aspects to the airport that make spending time there really enjoyable. And for baby boomers, we remember transiting in places like London and Paris and Hong Kong if we were going around the world. But these websites, excuse me, these websites, these airports in Doha and and Dubai, and uh, they want to become the world's crossroads. Is is that what's going on here? Yeah, the, the airports and the and the airlines that uh, that that not only live there but but run the airports as well. Um, that's exactly what's happening. It's you know it's it's the Middle East for a reason. It really is in the middle of um, a huge amount of of travel in the world. And with uh, today's long range airplanes, um, you can get from the Persian Gulf to um, about eighty percent of the world's population nonstop within uh, uh, ten hours or so. Um, and uh, and they have the capability to go farther than that. Uh, Emirates is flying from um, Dubai nonstop to Los Angeles, uh, so it's um, uh, it, it, they're geographically very well positioned to handle a lot of the of the traffic from uh, Asia to Europe, certainly from um, North America to not only to. Um, the Asia, the uh, Indian subcontinent, uh, but also um, to Asia and other other regions. Um, traffic is increasing between Africa and other parts of the of the globe. So uh, they're very well positioned to um, to be the dominant carriers of the future. We're going to have to do a separate segment sometime on Emirates, which is out of Dubai, and and uh, Qatar Airways, which is out of Doha, to talk about how these airlines are basically. <laughs> Eating the world and about to start eating, uh, or are eating the lunch of many American international carriers. That'd be a good segment, I think, in the future, don't you? Yeah, yeah it's a it's a very important issue. Um, they have really made an impact on European carriers and now have uh, aggressively turned their attention on the United States. Uh, they're flying to eleven different cities in the U.S. already. They're going to expand greatly. Uh, they're coming in with huge airplanes, A380s, and uh, and just sucking up a huge amount of traffic. Um, it's it's also a great opportunity for travelers. Last question: uh, Is Dubai Dubai the first time Dubai's airport ever crossed my radar screen? Uh, was was there these drawings for like Porsches and all these big cars and stuff? Are they still doing yeah. that? Yeah, they are. There there were uh, there, there was a raffle going on for a Maserati when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the duty free shops and the duty free shops are are so central. I mean, both physically and and uh, psychologically in the airport in the in the terminal main terminal in Dubai, the duty free shop runs the entire length of the terminal. Um, and so you when you walk down the center concourse, there are duty free shops on either side of you, and then on either side of of the shops, there are the actual gates. But it's uh, it's really. 
a giant duty-free store that happens to have airplanes. When I, fl- when I walk through those concourses, I feel so prosperous and rich, and then I remind myself, no, no, you can't afford anything on those shelves. Keep walking. So. <laughs> Scott McGartney is the uh, middle seat columnist for the Wall Street Journal. His column appears every Thursday, and just last Thursday he had a, t- a piece called The Luxury of Mideast Airport. Scott, thank you again for your time. Always good to be with you. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's World in a moment. We're going to talk to a guy who actually is CEO of a company. This isn't just some guy sitting at home thinking, wouldn't it be nice to have really fast trains going up and down the East Coast? He's actually CEO of a company that's raised millions to do just that. Uh, I don't know if I believe him. Hang on. We'll be back. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Rudy Max here with an important message from LifeLock. Identity theft has become such a serious crime that not even law enforcement can stop it all. Forbes says 20% of Americans have been affected by identity theft. So protect your identity, your bank and retirement accounts, credit cards, insurance policies, even the equity in your home. With LifeLock Ultimate Plus, the most comprehensive identity theft protection by calling 800-877-3136. 800-877-3136 or visit RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. This is the sound of a wintry morning run. And that's someone digging his new ski gear from REI. At REI, we all love the sounds of the outdoors. And we also know you like the sound of a good deal, like the kind you'll find at the REI pre-holiday sale. Save up to 30% on the best in outdoor gifts. Plus, enjoy free shipping. The REI pre-holiday sale, now through November 23rd. This eczema is driving me crazy. All I do is... No matter what I use on this dry, itchy red skin, I can't stop... Introducing the first eczema lotion from Cortisone 10. It contains the strongest non-prescription itch medicine to relieve the... Plus seven moisturizers to help heal severe dry skin. Once you start using it, you'll stop the... For good. Ah, that's better. New Cortisone 10 eczema lotion. Feel the heal. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. It is 18 minutes after the hour, and I want to remind you that America's most widely syndicated radio travel show is brought to you by our friends at uh, Orbitz.com, who remind you that vacations are instantly rewarding, instant relaxation, instant tan lines, instant margarita buzz. With the Orbitz Rewards Program, the payoff comes just as quickly. You'll earn free hotel nights faster when you earn rewards instantly by buying flights, hotels, and vacation packages at Orbitz. You can earn even more when you book on the Orbitz mobile app. 5% 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. So join Orbitz Rewards today at Orbitz.com slash rewards and get instant vacation gratification. That's Orbitz.com slash rewards or look under RudyMaxa.com under sponsors and you'll find a link. Okay. 
All right. I've been poking a little fun. Before, but maybe my next guest hasn't heard it yet. At, at the prospect of a, a trip on a train between New York and Washington, D.C. in one hour. I've lived in Washington, D.C., or I did live in Washington, D.C. for 40 years, and I used to trudge on the train, on the Amtrak train between Washington and New York, and then I took Amtrak's Metroliner, and that was uh, a little burst of speed, and then I took the Acela, which is running now. That's a little bigger burst of speed, but we're not talking anything impressive compared to trains in Asia and Europe, as uh, we've often made the point on this show. Wayne Rogers, however, has got an even bigger idea. He's the CEO of Northeast Maglev, which would be a magnetic levitation train that would link New York to Washington in one hour, and obviously I he would hope it would go to Boston as well because that Northeast corridor is ripe for something like this. Wayne, welcome to the show. I, I said when pigs fly, am I just an old curmudgeon? Am I, is, this, is this possible given the population density and the right-of-way problems and this, everything that's plagued the Northeast Railway corridor forever? Wayne, did I, Wayne's stalked, stalked off in a huff. Wayne, you there? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, Wayne, I hear you now. Uh, I hear you now. Am, uh, I, am, I, am I being a curmudgeon about thinking this could, even, even in my farthest reaches of my imagination, could never happen? Uh, no, I don't think you're, I think you're totally wrong, and pigs won't fly. We're going to make the train fly. Excellent. Well, you tell know, us about it. it. Now, who, who, tell us about it. You're CEO of a company. How did, how, who, what? Do you have any money in the bank? Where did this come from, this company? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I'll tell you a little bit about the problem which you outlined. Okay. Now, anyone who lives in the Northeast Quarter, as, as you have, understand the problem. If you try to get D.C. to New York and you go by air, you know that 70% of all the delays in the entire United States come out of the, the Northeast Quarter. So air is congested and a huge problem. On the ground, we have the most choked cities in the country. You know, traffic is a problem getting worse and worse. When you look at rail, we're using the same infrastructure that we've used almost for 100 years. You know, in 1920, the average speed on the northeast quarter was 70 miles an hour. You noted a few minutes ago some of the improvements, and we've improved it to a whopping 86 miles an hour. (laughs) At at the same time, Japan Central Railroad has trains that go 220 miles an hour, and they just uh, celebrated their 50th anniversary of the high-speed rail uh, last month. So certainly that's a problem in how we came about doing it. What, where we came about wanting to do this project was this was not uh, space travel. This isn't something pie in the sky. This is something that's real. And as all your listeners know, when they travel around the world, high-speed rail uh, is in most European countries and, and in Asia as well. So as I noted, Japan Central Railroad, they currently move 150 million people using 100,000 trains. Trains move at about three and a half minutes apart. The average delay in a year is 30 seconds. Oh, my God. And they're now having, they're having their 50th anniversary. And one thinking, moving all those people with all those uh, – with all that speed, there must be a lot of safety problems. They have never had a fatality ever. Amazing. So you look at that, and, and so what we're really looking to do is not uh, reinvent the wheel. We're looking to bring that technology to the United States. And yeah, so the wheel we has did, been invented, but can you, do you are you going to need a massive bulldozer to create a right-of-way for these tracks uh, along the east, northeast corridor? No, we've looked at several routes. I mean, our first leg, uh, the concept is to connect city centers and airports. 
so that you ah. would be able, much like in Europe, you would be able to go from the city center, say, of Washington, D.C., and go directly to Baltimore Airport and get off the train at the airport and just go upstairs and get on your train. So no more need for a on bus to another train plane. station yeah. Yeah. and doing all that changing. When you, when you look at that and we say we're in downtown D.C., uh, the first leg, a lot of that will be underground. Because much like the metro system, you're going to be in downtown D.C., and what you do is you go down below from the train station, get on the train underground, and then that would take you outside the city. And then at that point, once you're outside the city, it would pop above the ground and then go back down under the ground when you reach the airport. Uh, and so the right-of-way issues you, you noted are, are problems. But we think really the concept dictates a lot of it's going to be not interfering and going to be really underground construction. Well, you know, you know, as an East Coast resident for so long, I love this idea. So when I'm poo-pooing it, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm all on your team. And by the way, uh, the team I'm on is to uh, someday build a magnetic levitation line linking Washington to New York and maybe even further sometime. And my guest is Wayne Rogers. He's chief executive of the Northeast Maglev. It's a private company who would like to build this this train. Now, according to uh, the, the news story that brought you to my attention, uh, Mr. Rogers, was uh, said that the firm planned to seek uh, federal regulatory approval next year. Federal, federal regulatory approval for what? Uh, to actually build and operate the train. And so, okay. you know, you, you talk about in Washington sometimes that there is uh, gridlock and people can't agree on everything. The board of directors of, of the Northeast Maglev, our advisory board, is chaired by Tom Daschle, who was a former Senate Majority sure. Leader. Uh, we have on the board Governor Pataki, the former Republican Governor of New York, uh, Governor Christy Todd Whitman, the former gov Republican Governor of New Jersey. We have Ed Rendell, the former Democratic Governor of Pennsylvania. We have Rodney Slater, who was Secretary of Transportation under Bill Clinton. We have Mary Peters, who was Secretary of Transportation under George Bush. Uh, we have uh, Kevin Plank, the CEO of Under Armour. And we have Doug Steenland, who was a former CEO of Northwest Airlines. So in this case, we've brought together Republicans, Democrats, people from out through the region, region, business people, et cetera, that are all going to be working together to try and gain approvals and make this train go and really transform our northeast border. Well, may I be so bold as to ask where, I mean, where even the initial money is coming from? I mean, who paid for your airline ticket to go to Tokyo to celebrate the anniversary of the high-speed train there? Uh, it's private investors, so the first leg is, you know, financing has been a ch is a challenge, and normally the rail would be financed 100% by the government. In our case, we've raised private money, and really? we have private money for the upfront investment that we're doing. At the same time, uh, we've worked with the Japanese government, understanding that in America, despite what we spend trillions of dollars on, there's a feeling that when it comes to infrastructure, we're broke. So no we're coming to the we're coming to the table with the offer from Japan to finance 50% of the first leg, D.C. to Baltimore. So that's about $5 billion. So we've raised private money to undertake the engineering and approvals. And we have, for the first leg, half of the financing raised um, to get that done. So I think we're coming with a great start on an infrastructure project. Well, you have an impressive board and an impressive uh, partner uh, with the Japanese on this. Uh, I presume in running the numbers, you've you've calculated how many people would ride this train and how much all of this is going to cost, and you and you think in the in the in the long run that there's profit to be made. Yes, we we do, and 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 actually, there's so many costs that we don't count. Many times, we take into account how much is this going to cost to build, 
But what we're not taking into account is how much does it cost if we do nothing? Yeah. Uh, we did a we did a study, and it showed in the Northeast corridor, we spend fourteen and a half billion dollars in costs due to congestion, people sitting right. in cars, you know, uh, all of these these costs that are put on the system by not being able to travel. And and really, for an individual, it would be life-changing, not only for the corridor, but for an individual. If you were in Washington and could leave your house and get on a train at 7.30 and be in New York at 8.30, have the whole day, and have dinner, and then be back by uh, 7 or 8 o'clock at night in an hour, that's a huge difference. I mean, currently, uh, it takes two hours and 40 minutes, uh, assuming everything is on time with our fastest train. Yeah. And well, if you look at that, that's spending more than six hours a day just commuting if, in fact, uh, the trains were on time. Well, I'm on your team, Mr. Rogers. Wayne Rogers is the CAS, CEO excuse me, of the Northeast Maglev Project. Um, you can find more information by going to Northeast Maglev, M-A-G-L-E-V, maglev.com, northeastmaglev.com. Thanks so much for joining us, Wayne, this weekend, taking, taking time out of your weekend. Thank you very much. Bye. Oh, I hope he's right. I hope he's right. <laughs> Maybe my grandchildren will live to see it. I'm Rudy Maxey here in Rudy Max's World, where we talk all travel all the time. Nice to have you here. When we come back, we're going to talk about the world's best airports where you might like to actually spend your vacation. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Everybody knows vacations are instantly rewarding. Instant relaxation, instant tan lines, instant margarita buzz. With the Orbitz Rewards program, the payoff comes just as quickly. Earn free hotels faster when you earn rewards instantly on flights, hotels, and vacation packages. And you can earn even more when you book on the Orbitz mobile app. 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Join Orbitz Rewards today at Orbitz.com slash rewards and get instant vacation gratification. That's Orbitz.com slash rewards or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 after the hour in this portion of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our friends at LifeLock, who remind you that identity theft has become such a serious crime that not even law enforcement can stop it all. Forbes magazine reports 20% of Americans have been affected by identity theft. You can protect your identity, your bank, your retirement accounts, your credit cards, insurance policies, even the equity in your home, with LifeLock Ultimate Plus. It's the most comprehensive identity theft protection you can find. Give them a ring at 800-877-3136. That's 800-877-3136. Or visit RudyMaxa.com and look under Sponsors. LifeLock Ultimate Plus. Well, I know I teased this segment by saying five airports you might want to spend your vacation in, and I know that's hard for anyone to imagine, 
but uh, Kimberly Sturdivant-Wasson did, picked five airports around the world. We're going to ask her exactly why she picked these, these five. Kimberly, welcome to the show. And with the upcoming holidays, we decided to pull. Wait a minute, Kimberly. Kimberly, before we get into the before we get into the upcoming holidays, let's see. I'm a journalist. I don't come into your field of public relations and do work, and you're writing. (laughs) Well, I didn't do the work. I actually, we just asked our members. Ah, okay. All right, I feel better now. Okay, so with the holidays (laughs) coming up, you thought you'd take a look at five great airports where it's actually fun to be in. Exactly. We said, hey, members, if you had to spend your holidays in an airport, where would you want to get stranded and why? Okay. And with members all over the world, they picked these top five. Okay. What's uh, Should we start with number five and work up, or are they not in any particular order? They're in a particular order, so we can start with number five. Okay, let's number do that. Five, <laughs> number five is Tambo International Airport in Johannesburg. And as you're probably aware, in 2010, they had the FIFA World Cup. So it recently went through a great refurbishment. Members noted that the airport is spacious. It's got a friendly staff. It's very clean. And actually, one of the things that they really loved the most were the electronic stores inside this airport. They said it's got a ton of gadgets and gizmos that they had never really seen before. In South Um, Africa. In South Africa. I know. I'll be darned. I'll be darned. (laughs) They also really loved the bookstores here. They said it's not your typical airport bookstore with magazines and mystery novels, but it's got a really wide selection of great books um, for all types of readers. Okay, number four. Number four is Dubai. Um, (laughs) I'm surprised here. It's got plenty of retail shops, wonderful high-end boutiques. Virtual Tours members said, They loved that if they wanted to, they could go for a dip in the swimming pool. It had a gym. They also noted that it has, what sounds really cool, something called the Snooze Cube. These are compact rooms that you can rent by the hour that have a bed, a TV, and internet. So you don't uh, have to just sleep out in one of those chairs in public. You can rent a little Snooze Cube. Kimberly, in our first hour, I don't know if you saw uh, Scott McCartney's uh, column this Thursday in the Wall Street Journal. He did a piece on the airports of the UAE, particularly Qatar and Dubai. Oh, and, okay. Uh, no, I missed that. And he was talking about this, this, uh, the swimming pool is, is over. I can actually see pic- photos of it, is over the actual terminal. I mean, it, it looks down on the terminal from the pool. And, but I didn't know there was a gym. That's nice to know. All right, Dubai is number four. And number three, by the, oh, by the way, if you've just tuned in and you're wondering what we're counting down, we're talking to uh, Kimberly Sturdivant-Wasson. She is with Virtual Tourist, and uh, virtualtourist.com polled its, uh, its followers. Uh, or as members, uh, to ask them what airport you wouldn't mind spending a lot more time in than normal. Uh, number five was South uh, Johannesburg, in, Johannesburg in South Africa. Number four is Dubai. And number three, Kimberly. Number three, beer, beer, and more beer. <laughs> We're going to Munich. Virtual tourist members love the microbrewery at the Munich airport. <laughs> they say it's a great place. Grab a cold one while watching live entertainment show. A member just noted that he got to enjoy a lovely cabaret show the last time he was there. I saw. Um, what cabaret? Do you have any idea what's on at the cabaret at the Munich airport? You know, I, I don't. He just he sent me an email at the last minute and said, hey, I just saw a cool cabaret show, and I didn't get a chance to follow up with him on that. Um, but they also noted that the airport has some really comfortable sleep pods. Who doesn't love free coffee and hot tea? I don't think you can find that at, at, at other airports. I don't think I find it anywhere other than conventions. <laughs> exactly. And one of the things that they noted here is that 
if you've got a long connection, about four hours, but the airport can help arrange some nearby tours for you. We've only got 30 seconds left, Commissioner. We've got to go to number two and number one really fast. Okay, number two is Skip Hole International Airport. Of course, with the casino. With the casino, the Holland Casino, if you're 18 and over, it's free to enter. One of the things I love about here is that they have a children's play area that they've set up like a kid's forest. So it and they've got like the Wrights Museum, a little mini museum there as well. Number one is? Number one is Changi in Singapore. There is mm. so much here to do that members actually said it really feels like you're on vacation when you're here. I think the coolest thing to note, it's got the world's tallest slide, four stories, and is sure to be a hit with adults and kids. We've only got 30 seconds left, Commissioner. We've got to go to number two and number one really fast. Okay, number two is Skip Hole International Airport. Of course, with the casino. With the casino, the Holland Casino. If you're 18 and over, it's free to enter. One of the things I love about here is that they have a children's play area that they've set up like a kid's forest. So it's and they've got like the Wrights Museum, a little mini museum there as well. Number one is? Number one is Changi in Singapore. There is so much here to do that members actually said it really feels like you're on vacation when you're here. I think the coolest thing to note, it's got the world's tallest slide, four stories, and is sure to be a hit with adults and kids. That's fabulous. Kimberly Sturdivant-Watson is with virtualtourist.com. Kimberly, hey, thanks so much for joining us. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Rudy Maxa here with an important message from LifeLock. Identity theft has become such a serious crime that not even law enforcement can stop it all. Forbes says 20% of Americans have been affected by identity theft. So protect your identity, your bank and retirement accounts, credit cards, insurance policies, even the equity in your home with LifeLock Ultimate Plus, the most comprehensive identity theft protection by calling 800-877-3136. 800-877-3136 or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. This is the sound of a wintry morning run. And that's someone digging his new ski gear from REI. At REI, we all love the sounds of the outdoors. And we also know you like the sound of a good deal, like the kind you'll find at the REI pre-holiday sale. Save up to 30% on the best in outdoor gifts. Plus, enjoy free shipping. The REI pre-holiday sale, now through November 23rd. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. What makes a good thing even better? How about having twice as much of it? For a limited time, Boost Mobile now offers you double the high-speed data while dropping the price. Yes, double the high-speed data while dropping the price. Let that sink in for a second. Okay, now just to make sure you heard me right, Boost Mobile is now offering double the high-speed data while dropping the price. I'm not kidding. Unlimited talk and text, and now with double the data starting at only $35 a month. That's lots of freaking data for not a lot of dough. Listen, you've got to get in on this double dose of data. Seriously, why pay more when you can pay less for twice as much? Hurry up. This offer will not last forever. 
Visit BoostMobile.com or your local Boost Mobile retailer for details. Offer ends 1515. Boost has no annual contracts. Double the data from Boost previous offers. Offers and coverage not available everywhere and subject to change. Offer network use rules and other restrictions apply. Visit BoostMobile.com for details. This eczema is driving me crazy. All I do is... No matter what I use on this dry, itchy red skin, I can't stop... Introducing the first eczema lotion from Cortisone 10. It contains the strongest non-prescription itch medicine to relieve the... Plus seven moisturizers to help heal severe dry skin. Once you start using it, you'll stop the... For good. Ah, that's better. New Cortisone 10 eczema lotion. Feel the heal. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. And this segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our loyal sponsor, Tourism Ireland, who say, who remind you that with direct flights from many major U.S. cities nowadays, it's easier than ever to visit Ireland. And once you arrive, you'll be in one of the hippest destinations in Europe, and you're going to want to explore it all. Ireland offers ancient landmarks, bustling cities, stunning coastlines, five-star hotels, and more. And you'll be sure to want to sample delicious cuisines being offered by a new generation of chefs eager, 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 I say, to show the world that Ireland can compete on the food scene. Cities such as Dublin, Belfast, and others have recently been listed on the best destination lists of National Geographic and TripAdvisor. Lonely Planet. Didn't know this. Named Ireland among the top 10 best in travel countries for 2015. So what are you waiting for? Pack your bag. Plan a trip today. I am. Visit Ireland.com for more info and the vacation of a lifetime. Well, I've got a book in front of me that I think I've seen a few guides over the last 20 years to Walt Disney World. But I'm holding in my hand the encyclopedia of guides called The Complete Walt Disney World 2015. And it's complete. Julie Neal wrote the book along with her husband, Mike Neal. It just came out. It's so well done, I can't tell you. If you're going to Walt Disney World, if you don't have this book with you, you're making a mistake. Because Walt Disney World, as I see in their introduction, is 47 square miles in size. It's the number one vacation destination in the world, on this entire planet. Let me repeat that again. 47 square miles. 57,000 employees, or as Disney calls them, cast members. So... If you're going to Walt Disney World, you are looking at an enormous amount of ground you got to cover, an enormous amount of, of options, from Animal Kingdom to Hollywood Studios to Epcot to the Magic Kingdom. I thought the old damn thing, hold on, sorry, the old darn things was called uh, 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 Magic Kingdom, but apparently it's not. Is that correct, Julie? That is correct, and you're you're absolutely right, Rudy. That the the thing about going to Walt Disney World is you can't expect to do everything or even most things. I mean, a trip to Disney World involves saying no to most everything because there's so much to pick from. So people have to decide on a few important things, and then for the rest of it, just let it go. How many trips have you made to Walt Disney World? Well, it's kind of embarrassing to say, but I've been over there around twenty five hundred times. Excuse me, where do you live? <laughs> right next to it. Right. Oh, okay. I was going to say, <laughs> you're, so you are in the Orlando area. Okay. Yes, yes. I go there four or five times a day, and I have for years. Um, it, it's it's what, really... So what, 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 yeah. what, what, did you, are you going there as a writer of a guidebook, or are you going there because you've got a, something that needs professional help? 
<laughs> well, I go there because um, to do this book, as you as you mentioned, there's there, there's so much to it. It just takes that much research and it takes that much photography to put a book like that together. Um, so I go over there and I first of all, I see the place differently than most people. Um, when regular guests visit, it's like sensory overload. You know, they're so overwhelmed by the yes. forest. They find it hard to see the trees. And when I visit, I notice small details like um, which horse is pulling the trolley or that the spoonbill eggs are hatching or that a particular character is out that usually isn't. So it, it's different when I go as, as if unless I mean, it's just a, a different, whole different experience when I but go. But did you start going as a tourist and become fascinated by it? Well, I went on my high school senior trip, and um, I don't remember anything about it, just like I don't remember much about high school. But um, uh, what what really happened was I owe it all to Hurricane Charlie, actually. Um, I was living with my family on Sanibel Island, and um, we were doing a guidebook to Sanibel and Captiva Islands, and it was doing very well, and we were selling it and all that. And then we decided to do a book on Disney World. or try Me to. being your co-conspirator, your husband, Mike Neal? Yes, yes, my okay. partner in crime. And um, so we approached Disney to see if we could do a book, um, similar a book to, to Disney World. And um, they first they said no, and then they, they finally decided to have us be their guinea pigs for working with an outside company. And, uh, and then Hurricane Charlie hit, and it killed the economy of the islands, which we depended on, and it seriously damaged our home. So we decided to move up to Celebration, which is the little town next to Disney World, and we right. began seriously to write the Disney book. And being here, living here, going over to the parks nearly every day, it's made all the difference. All right. Because this place is so huge, I can't even begin to do an interview with you about what folks ought to see. But I will tell you, I'll repeat it again. If you're going to Walt Disney World, get the complete Walt Disney World 2015. That's the title of the book uh, by Julie and Mike Neal. There is a website for it, is there not, Julie? Well, it's kind of in the crucial planning phase. Um, what you can do is just go to Amazon or Barnes and & Noble, and you can see, actually see the book and um, um, take a look at it and see see if you think it's something that could help you. And on you. page 12 is what I like, best bets, best thrill ride, best theatrical show, best toddler attraction, best fireworks, best a lot of things. That'll help you focus your trip. Hey, Julie, thank you for stopping by. Thank you so much, Rudy. Be right back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. It's 52 minutes after the hour on America's most popular radio travel show. Nice to have you here. And nice to have our 170 stations with us as well. Hope you're having a lovely weekend. One of the great things about, well, the weekend and the coming weekend is reading the Wall Street Journal's off-duty section. This is a great uh, potpourri of wonderful things going on around the world in all kinds of categories. And since 2011, Sarah Clements has been the travel editor of the Wall Street Journal. Sarah, it's nice to meet you on the radio. I'm sorry we haven't met in person. It's nice, nice to, to you see today. you, too, or not see you. <laughs> nice to hear no. you. <laughs> <laughs> nice to hear you. And uh, on, uh, earlier this month, uh, Sarah wrote a piece called The Multi-General Family, Multi-Generational excuse me, Family Vacation, discussing the difficulties of, uh, well, the growing trend of families to take vacations together, but also the inherent hazards of having, you know, a teenager who can't take his or her eyes uh, off the 
cell phone because of all the texts coming in, or grandparents who want to go to a museum, or somebody who snores at night. Sarah, I think you covered a lot of the problems, but you have three tips for us for reducing family friction, and I'd like you to tell us about those because we got a lot of families who listen. Oh, well, well, good. Yeah, this is, um, like, as you said, this is a growing trend and lots of people are traveling with their families, not just their kids. We're talking extended families, grandparents and grandkids and maybe some cousins and, you know, somebody's college roommate or something. Um, and even though these, these trips are increasingly popular, they do come with their challenges. So one of the common challenges is tech-addicted kids, right? You, you don't want a kid on vacation who's just wants to play video games and can't be torn away from their iPad. So a couple of ways to avoid that are one, to really conscientiously look for a location that offers a lot of exciting activities, especially outdoor stuff like kayaking, horseback riding, maybe there's some arts and crafts, things that are more enticing we hope, than video games. Right. Then, you talked about a mother who went with her son uh, and, and she was ziplining. Right. Yeah. Right. What she hadn't yeah. expected to do. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, I think that's a great tip, too, to be, in, be willing to do this stuff with your kids because that will get them more engaged. Um, it also really helps to set some expectations at the beginning of the trip. For example, gadget-free zones. Maybe there's no, no iPhones in the, in the family room, um, no gadgets at mealtimes. And uh, setting those boundaries ahead of time can really help. Well, I, I sort of liken it to herding cats as well. And uh, <laughs> sure. uh, I know you don't deal with that in, 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 in the tips we're going to talk about today, but certainly food is become an issue. You know, there's somebody who's a vegan, there's somebody who can't eat this or can't eat that or doesn't like that. How do you do it? Exactly right. And Talk about just a recipe for a recipe for conflict. Literally. Right. Literally a recipe for conflict. Especially if, say, you're going on a vacation and you're renting a house and you have to figure out who's going to cook and some people don't want to cook and some people don't want to cook this or that or one night or the other night. So one solution, which sounds extravagant but is not necessarily, is to rent a house that comes with a private chef who oh, will like handle that. all that stuff for you. Yes. Now, why and again, is it not extravagant? Well, if you break down the pricing, it mm. can actually, it can certainly be more affordable than eating out at restaurants with 12 Good point. people. That's an excellent point, yeah. And okay. if you factor in the cost of the stress, <laughs> then that can be really right. worthwhile, too. Another way to go about it is to, if you do a resort, make sure you choose a place that has a lot of dining options and say, okay, we're not going to eat every meal together because somebody only wants burgers and somebody only wants vegetarian food, but we'll eat one, one meal a day together. Right, and nobody's option. allowed to take that personally. Right. Exactly, exactly. Right. It's, it's, it's just everybody's going to do their own thing and then we'll come together for something lovely every day. Another way to go about it is to assign cooking teams. Um, somebody had this great tip. She has been planning multi-generational vacations for years and she says at the, before the trip she assigns cooking teams and she puts the non-cooks with the cooks and everybody two times during the trip and they're in charge and it ends up working out. Oops, I think we're we're dropping in on Skype there, Sarah. Hmm. Oh no, did we lose her on Skype? We never lose anybody on Skype. Have is um, 
uh, loud sleepers or, or just people who are noisy. Ah, in yes. General. Tip three. How do we deal yes. with loud sleepers or yeah. newlyweds who might be loud otherwise? Right. Or say somebody has a new baby and they're going to be up at three in the morning. So especially if you're renting a um, renting a private property like a house, look for something that has a separate space for those people. Maybe a guest cottage where you could put the new the, the new or you could consider instead of having um, instead of house or hotel rooms, you could look for a place that has condos that are all together that you can. Oh, Sarah, 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 uh, Sarah may not know this, but we're dropping in and out of her on Skype. But I think you're getting the idea. Families with kids. Yeah, uh, so exactly. <laughs> Sarah, um, unfortunately, we're dropping and the Skype was wavering a little. You're dropping a little out of us. But I think we got the sense of exactly what you were saying and i and i thank you for stopping by and uh, off duty that's a uh, off duty section so fri- for having me and off duty sections fridays in the wall street journal right it comes out on saturdays in print but some of our stories go on online on fridays ah. so check it out on wsj.com or at your newsstand or get a subscription even better even better i've got my saturday wall street journal in front of me i don't see off duty here it must be inside Sarah Clements is the travel editor for Wall Street Journal. Delighted to have her aboard. Delighted to have you aboard. Join me next weekend and come to you from London. I'm Rudy Maxa. You're listening to Rudy Maxa's World. Glad to have you aboard. You've been listening to Rudy Maxa's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.